Hello. Hey, Joe. Uh, Nick Patry here, your co-host on Cold Cans. How's it going? Yeah, I know. We, no, that we. I could. There's caller ID now. It's actually it's a cell phone, so it's built in. There's not even caller ID. So oh, I know so it's you. You knew it was me. Oh, okay. Okay, Nick Patry sure. here, co-host of Cold Cans. Hey, Joe, it's uh, it's yeah. getting. Oh, hey, hey, Nick. Hey, hey Joe, uh, it's it's getting late hey. late in the week here, and we haven't recorded a new Cold Cans this week. Uh, uh, what should we do? No, we haven't. Let me spitball for us for a little bit. How about spitball, we Joe? Take the show on the road, <gasps> and we air all of our recorded episodes that we've done through all the various places we've been, starting with. Uh, Wisconsin, you went home and visited our mutual friend, Casey. Joe, I think you're on to something. You're saying we tap into the backlog from our travels. Blast from the past, baby. I think that's a great idea, and I think the listeners, uh, they're going to love it. I think so, too. They better, or fuck them. You, you, you and Casey drank lineys. We should probably rank it then. Yeah, let's throw it on the old rankings because Casey and I didn't take the time. We were not qualified. We didn't have our our guy Joe Glock on the caller ID for that episode, so we couldn't do a proper and, rating. As you made it abundantly clear, you don't care about the rankings to begin with. So the onus is on. Yes, the onus is on the Jonas. Joe Jonas is what I call you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's rank this. Liney's O. Liney's original. Liney's original. Uh, it feels like that's up there, right? Liney's, uh, uh, how about right at the Torpedo Extra IPA? Yeah, let's do it. I thought about it and I think that's a great spot for it, Joe. (laughs) Well, thanks for calling. Uh, I got to go back to fucking work now. Hey, Joe, have fun at work. I've I'm got my nose on the grindstone as well. So, <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, you and the listener. Hey, everybody. Nick here. Just wanted to welcome you to a very special edition of Cold Cans. We're calling it Road Buddy Edition. That's right. I'm no longer in Seattle. I'm on the road in central Wisconsin. Here with our Snapchat guru, our boots on the ground, our ass on the seats in every bar in America, Casey. Hey, Casey. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. <laughs> what do you have for us? Well, I'm I'm Casey. I'm running the Snapchats. It seems like it's going all right from, from what I've heard. But uh, yeah, no, I'm going around bars, drinking beers, drinking mixies, icing myself, uh, I'm sure you've seen them on Snapchat. So if you got it, if you haven't, go to Cold Cans Pod on Snapchat and follow me. Probably see, you know, people getting pretty plowed up. <laughs> That's just ridiculous, really. So it's Cold Cans Pod on Snapchat. That's where the people will find you. That's where the people will find me. I'll be drunk six to seven nights a week. Hopefully not. Folks, you heard it in the intro. We're in central Wisconsin today. 
Nick here with Casey, and we're drinking a Wisconsin classic, Wine and Kugel's Original. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. God, that is the best song in the history. It really is. So Wine and Kugel's is brewed in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, which is pretty much northern Wisconsin, uh, about halfway from where we are now to Minnesota. That's not a bad beer. No, it's. Do you have a, what's your memories of of Lining Kugel's original or or Lining Kugel's in general? What do you associate it with? Birth? <laughs> I wouldn't say birth, but uh, I will say this: that uh, here in Central Wisconsin, where we're where we're sitting, I mean, we do have a line of Palooza every year. Mm. It's you know a lot of lines. What does that entail? Yeah. Well, it entails every possible flavor of line and kugels you can think of <laughs> a lot of a lot of drunk people but no i mean liney's o is probably you know it's probably one of my favorite ones of all time i yeah probably of all time i don't know uh how often would you do you say you drink line and kugels original um i'll say i drink one probably at least once a week um, okay. for sure there'll be days right quarter come, barrel a week or one can one, one cold can one cold can i mean okay. When I come into the bar and there's days where I don't really know what I want to drink, I'm, I'm usually like a Captain Coke or Limon and water drinker, but there's days where I come in the bar and I'm like, God, I kind of want a beer. And I don't want to just resort to like the Bush Lights or the Bud Lights. So sure. I'm looking at, you know, the premium section and I say, <laughs> okay, it's either. And this ain't there. Yeah. So it's it's next to that premium. Well, just to be honest with you, at the bar that I go to most often, <laughs> this is a this premium $3.50 beverage. Top of the line. This is $3.50? $3.50. You know, I don't want to slander the bar that I... <laughs> sure, I'm sure it's a reasonable price. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's all right. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big drinker of this normally when i lived in wisconsin still i drank a lot of like summer shandy during the summers that's a also lining kugel's beer and like you said they have a lot of varieties if you're going to have them all available at at liney what is it liney palooza liney palooza liney palooza so do they have taps of all these different beers yeah so they actually bring a liney's truck right in there um i think there's i know inside the bar they got I think it's I think it's like four tappers of you know summer shandy Barry Weiss. Uh, there's I think the truck's got I think the truck's got like fourteen tappers, but they have you know like the special editions and stuff like that. But yeah, this year they released some kind of special edition that they were doing a collaboration with uh, Munchen Brewery in Germany or something like that. It was pretty good. I had it. It's the uh, anniversary lager. You know what? Let me pull up a link and give our listeners some more information. <laughs> you do that. So it's a collaboration with Afbrau Munchen. Pronunciation uh, pending. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that one. You need to shape up a little bit. Too. <laughs> and it's a... Uh, they're celebrating Lanikula's 150th anniversary with a blend of German tradition and American ingenuity. So there you go. Embracing our German roots here in Wisconsin. And that's pretty good copy. This entire website, the Line of Kugel's website, has pretty good copy. They got about 15 different beers on here, each with its own tailored copy. And on these <laughs> these cans here, because we're always on the search for good copy. Uh, Casey, you, you want to take a stab at reading that? I don't have my glasses on. I can't quite get it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you got a copy, we can watch the copy. I just wanted to say that for so long. I don't know why. <laughs> it's a road trip reference. Uh, 
check it out one when you have what? spare time. Road Trip. It's a quote the from mo- Road Trip. Oh, yeah. the movie Road Tom, Trip. Tom Green. You know, Sorry, Tom, Tom Green. Because <laughs> they got the, they got the, like the, I don't know, like they sent out, they sent out the picture of those, you know, the two people having sex or whatever. And it like, they were sending it in the mail. And for some reason, like he sent it to the wrong address and I don't know. And then he lost this VHS and Tom Green comes in there and he goes, well, do you got a copy? Cause if you got a copy, <laughs> we can watch the copy. <laughs> I am not, uh, not familiar with that. Well, 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. <laughs> Road trip. Check it out now. Yeah. Tom Green gets a Python to the throat. <laughs> it's, I'm sold. It's, it's funny. But yeah, so here we go. Liney's O. Chippewa Pride Beer. When when Jacob Leinenkugel started his brewing in 1867 in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, his kettle in in Wisconsin. Good pacing. <laughs> his kettle was brimming with beer. He considered to be good as gold, as Joey Glock would say, Blatz. He loves Blatz. Yeah, Joey's a big Blatz guy. We're hoping to review that soon on the pod. <laughs> Almost 150 years later, we're still proud. We're still proudly brewing the same quality beer Jacob did so many years ago. This packaging, this packaging is inspired by design from the 1950s as a salute to our heritage. So take a sip of the beer that started the Lionies legacy and join us out here. Join us out here, and that's their registered trademark uh, slogan. Join us out here. It's pretty good. I, I don't mind that copy. No, it's, it's a. What dec- say you? Well, it's. I think it's a decent copy. It probably would have been a little bit better if someone, a little bit, you know, more solid of a reader, like, my, <laughs> like myself, would have would have been able to do. But well, you're a half a lineys O deep. No one could blame you for slurring your words. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, and they got it in this like italics cursive. Like it's it's a little bit tough. It is to tough. Read. It's a gold can. It's reflecting all this bright sunshine we have in here. And to read the whole, I mean, it's so long to read the whole thing. You got to actually spin the beer. You it's haven't just... read that long since middle school, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Speaking up. Oh man. Um, let's get into our theme for today. So that copy, you know, talks about the heritage in Wisconsin. And Joey and I talked about this somewhat on the Miller Lite episode. Um, but you and I went to high school together, so our heritage is kind of growing up in Wisconsin together but we we sort of follow different paths through our times in school but we still bleed black and red we still bleed black and red never forget <laughs> couldn't be prouder can't hear us now we'll scream a little louder <laughs> uh, so yeah casey and i went to the same high school as did joey joey was a year older than casey and i and casey uh was kind of more of a social butterfly in school so to speak yeah i mean and an imbibing butterfly as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was known around town that I like to have fun on the weekdays and the weekends. <laughs> you know, mostly back then, week weekends. I stuck, you know, I stuck to the, the binging on the weekends. I mean, when you got to be up at like 7.30 to get to school, it's, it's tough to stay up late in the weekdays, right? Yeah, I did it a few times. Pissed the bed once. <laughs> once? <laughs> well, I pissed the bed numerous times back in high school, but no, I did it. I, I did one time uh, on my buddy. It was like a Tuesday. <laughs> we decided to drink some blue UV. I woke up in the morning at like 5.30. I think I only had like four drinks. I couldn't believe it. I thought, there's no way that this just happened. <laughs> and then I realized, yep, I pissed the bed four drinks deep. And and how old were you at the time? Yeah. I, well, I think then I was probably, well, I was probably 16, I would say. But yeah, I mean, it was, 
I, I, I realized right then and there that there might have been an issue here involved. <laughs> and it's slowed you down ever since? No, it actually hasn't slowed me down a bit. I actually probably sped her up here in the last, you know, well, that was nine years ago. That's ridiculous to even say, but. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm 25, and I'm just trying to think, 25, I probably, yeah, I'm running on about 13, 14 years of drinking, 25. And what do you, what do you think how you started back in the day? Because you, you probably had your first drink around what, 6th grade or something, 5th grade? 12, I think. So yeah. 6th grade? 6th grade, yeah. Um, I think what it all started was we, we had a buddy, we had a buddy who's, Aunt and uncle decided to leave town, and he's like, "Hey, come on over. Let's. We got the house to. We, I got the house to ourselves." He was like dog watching, getting paid like fifty dollars a day. It was ridiculous. And, Best job he ever had. Oh, guaranteed. But yeah, and then we like we're looking all over the house, and we decided, well, there's a pile of liquor in the basement. We may as well have a taste, <laughs> and a taste we had. <laughs> so yeah, so that was the first time you ever drank. Yeah, that was the first time I ever drank, and it was. It was weird. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, I mean. And so as you went through school, it just kind of, you just, that became a thing you did, right? It was just drinking and having, partying with friends. Like, that was part of your normal. Well, sadly enough, yeah, but. No, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to be <laughs> negative about it. I'm just saying this is the path, the path you were on in high school. Yeah. Well, that was middle school. And middle, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, tell your eighth grade basketball or seventh grade basketball. Yeah, so, well, I was actually, it was, it ended up being, I actually uh, got word somehow three months after I went to this party, who, there's someone on the podcast that is very familiar with the story that I'm going to tell, but he's not here right now, so I don't know which one it is, but uh, yeah, no, so, they had a party at a buddy's house, and next thing you know, three months later, I'm getting called in the office, and... Three months later? Yeah, three wow. months later, getting called in the office. And next thing you know, they're like, yeah, we know you were drinking this date three months ago. And I'm like, well, that's ridiculous. I don't know how you know that, but whatever. I went with it. And, uh, yeah, ended up getting an underage at the ripe old age of 13. Okay. Yeah, it was – my parents were not impressed. So your parents were impressed. Did you feel like you – like, was that ever going to stop you from – Still having the fun you were having? Uh, you know, sad. No, I mean, I thought, Mal, this is this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about it is, is the court system didn't help the case any either. I mean, they go, okay, how old are you? Thirteen. Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. Here, pay this thirty dollar citation, and <laughs> and then uh, yeah, go on your way. Do you need sixty days to pay that fine? I'm like, yeah, no, Dad, we got that covered, right? <laughs> so we went and yeah. paid it, and I was like $30 slap on the wrist. Right. I could do this, you know, once a week. Yeah, that's what, two cases of beer max? Right. So, I mean, yeah, no, I, I, did, I, did, I didn't really slow down that much. That wasn't much of a – I think I maybe didn't drink for a weekend or two. No. I mean, <laughs> more than that, hopefully, when I was 13. But. Yeah. Well, the stress of a court case can drive anyone to drink. No yeah. one could blame you. Yeah, and then, and then it ended up – I ended up having to sit out four games of – Eighth grade basketball. <laughs> That's the best story. I'll tell that to anybody. Well, yeah, I had a friend in middle school who had to sit out <laughs> past four games of basketball. Yeah, because and, he had an underage. And I had all all my buddies' parent. All my buddies' parents were asking him, like, "Hey, what's what's the deal with Casey? Why is he sitting out?" And 
most of my friends had to tell their parents that I was out for bad grades because otherwise they probably would never been able to hang out with me ever again. <laughs> like I remember uh, Zach, one of our buddies, he had to tell his old man, yeah, Casey's out for grades. He's like, oh, has that been an issue with him for a while? Uh, I don't know. I think it, just this year. <laughs> but yeah. It's, I look back at it now and I laugh. At the time, I was kind of the laughing stock, I guess. I don't know. In your own mind, were you mad that it happened or like regretful yeah. that it happened? Yeah, I mean, I had to tell my grandparents because my grandparents came to every single basketball game and they wanted to know. And I wasn't going to say it's because I'm an idiot and I don't know how to, you know. Yeah, what's worse to admit to your grandparents <laughs> right. that you're an idiot or that you, you know, you're drinking? But I'm my dad's kid and my grandparents, my grandparents know how he was. And I think they were like, okay, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. This makes sense. You're no dummy, but you're a drunk. <laughs> well, you like to have fun, I think, is the is the positive way to put it, and probably the more accurate way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to I didn't classify. want to turn this into an AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess I won't classify myself as a drunk. I, okay, do, good. I, I do like to have beverages. Because cold cans will not support that. No, I'm I say ain't. drink responsibly is in the fine print under every cold cans koozie that we give out. You're exactly right, and I, I, I would not, um, you know, I would not think anything think any i don't know what the fuck i was gonna say i guess you will not condone heavy drinking no i think i was gonna say like oh you will <laughs> no i think i was gonna say like i wouldn't i would i would expect nothing less is what i was going to say oh, but sure. i just couldn't find i couldn't find it a couple more cold cans <laughs> yeah. and i think you would find these it. these ladies are doing a number but so yeah i the the thing that's interesting to me is that it felt like you and I were friends in high school, but I was never a part of the, the whole party scene in high school. Like, I never went to one single party. Yeah, no. In fact, I I have some entries that you wrote in my yearbook from through the, throughout the years oh, that, uh, that are in reference to this that I'm not going to read right now because my dad just got home and he's upstairs and there's some <laughs> off-color language on there. Tune back in to hear those at the end of the pod, folks. But yeah, Casey, you would always give me like jokingly a hard time for never coming to any of these parties and never being a part of it. And I think for me, I never, I was always doing like dumb stuff with my time. I was always like playing like word puzzle games and things like that at my house. I was always doing stuff alone and I probably would have been better off at a party or two, you know, talking to people and learning how to, how to work a room or whatever it is that you're able to do. Because you're you're able to like talk to people very easily. That's why you're good at marketing and and those types of things that you do. Whereas I felt like I couldn't even like talk to people for a long time and until college when I kind of went down that path of the like party, you know, have a couple beers, loosen up a little bit, helps you re- recognize that you're all just people who want to talk and have a good time. And there's not the facade of like this is so serious, I can't approach anyone. Yeah, but Nick, I will tell you this. You don't reach valedictorian status tipping <laughs> back on grandpa's old cough medicine, eh? <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that and I didn't have to. But yes, folks, I was. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's true. Like, I guess I was focused on that in high school. But I don't think that, you know, not ever going to any party or hanging out with people in that capacity would have totally held me back from doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it, obviously... Uh, being able to, you know, go to other towns and drink and, 
you know, talk to people, meet people, yeah. meet people, different people, you know, the people that you don't see every single day, yeah. you know, it has probably helped me out, um, you know, in my career. Um, but you know, I, there's definitely two, <laughs> there's definitely two ways to, you know, to go about your high school career. And, <laughs> but I would say, I will say this, you were, you were one of very few people who maybe didn't go out and drink and, you know, party and whatnot that I really did, you know, think was funny. And I, you know, I, I, I think I even said this to you in high school, like he is, you are literally one of the funniest people I know. And it is I because agree. it is, <laughs> and I, you know, why wouldn't you agree with that? I mean, you are, but it's just one of those things where I would just sit there and you were so smart. So that's, I mean, that's one of the things like, I'm not book smart like that. I'm, you know, street smart is my game, but, yeah. but being able to, being able to be funny because you are so smart and witty is the comedy that I appreciate most. I laugh at that stuff more than I would laugh at some idiot on Snapchat, you know, getting drunk and that's cold cans pod. Folks. Find <laughs> cold cans pod. Yeah. So if you want to see one of the two routes, you follow cold cans pod. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. And I think people will hear when I read the yearbook entry at the end, you, you mentioned something along those lines uh, in, in the entry in my senior year yearbook. Uh, let's let's revisit Liney's O here. How's it going down so far? It's good. Uh, I I do it. I do enjoy it. It's one of those beers though that I could probably, you know, I could probably drink a six pack, but I probably wouldn't go anymore. Yeah, <laughs> any it's a little heavy. That. It's right. a little heavy to be drinking all night. That's for sure. Um, let's let's take a look at the beer advocate stats. This is rated as a seventy, which is okay. That's pretty good for a. Just a common uh, like lager like this. I think it's a lager. It's got to be a lager, right? Let's see. So their website says that in 1988 it won the bronze award for American premium pilsners, but in 1998 <laughs> it won the bronze award for American style premium lager at the Great American Beer Festival. So I don't know enough about cl- beer classifications <laughs> to tell us the difference between. The Pilsner and the Lager and why it may have changed classifications over a decade, but it's either a Pilsner or a Lager. You know, I think that's, uh, I think all they're trying to do there is I think they're just trying to double dip into awards here. Yeah, I think probably. that's really all it is. Yeah. You know, they one year they, they put it in the Lager, one year they put it in the Pilsner, and I know for a fact it's better than that smooth Pilsner taste Miller Lite. Yeah. I mean, that's like when Orange is the New Black is in the comedy section of the <laughs> Emmys trying to snatch an award away. Yeah, I do like that show though, so. Uh, yeah, cheers to Orange is the New Black. Yeah, and if you if if you like Orange is the New Black, Orange is the New Black, you will like Wentworth. Many people don't know, but it's a hidden gem in Netflix, I promise. Oh yeah, that. Wentworth. All right, check yes. it out folks. Wentworth. They're a sponsor of the pod. Uh, <laughs> back to the beer advocate. Uh, oh yes, I said that seventy, which is okay. That's one of the higher beers we've drank. Actually, a higher rated beers we've drank besides the Iinger from a few weeks ago. Iinger. Do you want me to? I, I I really just have to butt in here for a second. Please. Um, <laughs> you you can cut this. You can do whatever you want with it. But I do. I. Who are these people that are drinking this beer? I don't agree with S- the beer advocate. The people? beer advocate. I do not. I haven't agreed with a single one of their. Maybe maybe Miller Lite. I agree with their like sixty something, but no one's drinking a C minus beer. I think Joey and I kind of talked about this in the episode on Iinger actually a few weeks ago. Iinger. 
Maybe I missed that. About that, the episode about expertise and what that means, you know, and like the beer advocate people, the people who are, who would care enough to rate a beer on a website that prides itself on being the ultimate source for it are going to be people who are pretty, you know, highfalutin when it comes to beer. Yeah. They're going to say, oh, that's, you know, that's piss water. Right. Yep. I I I totally agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree with that. The people so, that really care enough to write about. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're going to get on their high horse when it comes to the Miller Lights of the world. Mm-hmm. That really, I've heard other people say that Miller Light is, you know, like a, a feat of modern engineering. The fact that they can get it to that low of calories. So like Miller 64 or Bud 55, that's like impressive that they can get it that light and still have the alcohol content that it does. Yeah. Pork chop in a can. Again. That's what, what is that? That's what most people. That's what that's what most people call Miller Lite. Well, especially in Central Wisconsin, pork chop in a can. Pork chop in a can. I yeah. like it. Yeah, no, it's 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 something that I've. It's and it's only like it's only Miller Lite. That's all. I mean, no one says Bush Light pork chop in a can. <laughs> like it's Miller Lite. It's got to be Miller Lite pork chop in a can. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Who doesn't like a good pork chop? I think it's the drunks that drink that drink Miller Lite though. That then they go. Well, yeah. I haven't ate yet today. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Pork chop in a can yep. here. The old lady made me a pork chop in a can for dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah. Guess we'll have another one. Hot off the griddle. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for people who don't know, Wine and Kugels is, like I said at the top of the show, it's based out of Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. And it is a, I believe it's owned by Miller Brewing Company. Um. Yeah, it's, it is. It's it's owned by S A B Miller, which is uh, the kind of conglomerate that that is Miller and Anheuser Busch. So these beer companies, they just continue. They just continue to buy each other. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Like, there's is there one beer company now in the world? Pretty much. There's probably like three, <laughs> and then. But the to be fair, there are a lot of like craft breweries around. You know, Wisconsin has. Has a decent amount, especially down by Madison. There's more and more cropping up. It feels like they pop up in these places where there are a lot of like college educated people who are sick of like a mm-hmm. corporate job. So oh, then yeah. they're like, we're smart enough to do this. So we brew beer. Same in Seattle where Joey and I are based. There's a lot of craft breweries around. And I think that's a reason for it. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, you're totally right. I, I think a lot of these breweries are just bought up by bigger ones and they, they take the money. Why wouldn't you? Right. But I think that's probably why that these, most of these craft breweries actually end up, you know, the ones that are, are, are decent and they're solid, you know, they, they put out, you know, they could put out one beer and if that one beer hits, they could throw out 25 you know, pathetic bullshit beers that no one yeah. ever cares about. But if that one beer hits, they're still going to make money off of it because people are going to be like, oh, man, this is good. Let me try these other ones. And they go, oh, I'll never drink that again, but I'm still going to drink this one. Yeah, they recognize the brand. They'll they'll try it out. It's true. They have a morbid curiosity about the latest thing. That, and I think Line Kugels does that too. They're pumping out like watermelon shandies and grapefruit shandies and all that garbage. Yeah. They're getting they're getting eerily close to like a Mike's Heart lemonade or a Smirnoff flavored beverage. But it keeps it keeps the antacid companies in business. I'll tell you that. I, <laughs> yeah. I am the one. I'm the one. I drink one watermelon shandy, and if I if I don't throw a a Zantac or a Reditatine down my throat in four and a half seconds, my heart will explode. Even though that's not obviously really what heartburn is. But hey, I'm no doctor. You don't have to. <laughs> I believe you. Um. All right, 70. so so we covered what seventy. 70. That's what 
But the thing about it is, like, I believe... Score, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's just, like, that's... I would drink is this that beer. Fair? I, I don't think so. I think it's just completely unfair because this, to me, a seventy. If I'm basing it off of a, you know, I guess I can't really base it off of a like a grading grading scale because um, beer. Obviously, if it was a one, it would be much worse than if it was a sixty. Whereas if you have an F, you have an F. You know, right? But I still feel like this is a. I mean, this is an eighty-five. Okay. I really do. I mean, it's a it's a good beer. I mean, if what people, beers offhand would you rate above this? Um, just that you've had or that you drink regularly. I would probably. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, I'm a big Sam Adams guy. Sam Adams Lager. I mean, that's that's a that's a solid that's a solid beer. Um, but it's like that. You know, they kind of got the same. I shouldn't say they have the same taste, but like aftertaste in my mouth is the same between like a Liney's O and a Sam Adams. Okay. But, so for reference on Beer Advocate, they rate they rate Samuel Adams Boston Lager as an eighty six. See, okay, sixteen points higher than a line in Kugels. Okay, but see, I wouldn't rate it sixteen. I I would put them maybe, you know, I'd put them right next to each other. Yeah, closer than that. Right. I think it, like you mentioned before about branding, I think it has a lot to do Absolutely. with that. Like Samuel <clears throat> Adams is very much into the like we're widely distributed, but we're still this like small brewer who cares about everything we do. They had those commercials with the brewer. Like rubbing the the hops in his hands and sniffing deeply, I think it has a lot to do with it, uh, especially when it comes to like lagers. Like people, lagers for people, I think are already denigrated. Like they're not going to rate them that highly already, and so a beer like this Lineyzo doesn't even stand a chance. But something like Samuel Adams can at least be propped up by that brand where people think they care about right. things. So the lager, they'll be like, yeah, this is very good beer. So eighty six, they got. Um, which is probably 85% people from Boston who are writing on this because I just feel like that's just how they work. Yeah, you know? a little homerism in the uh, beer ratings. All right. Uh, that was probably the most actual beer talk that has ever happened on <laughs> the Colt Gans podcast. Glad to be a part of it. Joey, yeah, we're glad to have you on. Joey and I usually get off the rails pretty quickly. That's the best, though. You can't beat that. <sighs> Whatever we're talking about. So, yeah, folks, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Liney's Original, go check it out if it's available in your area. Uh, if not, Summer Shandy by Liney Kugel is, is available nationwide. They're not good a sponsor. Beer. What do you say? Good beer. It is good beer, yeah. Very drinkable if you're out in the sun on a hot day. Want the, a cold can. The drinkability is... Oh, off the charts. Through the roof. Through <laughs> <laughs> the burial. Oh, I couldn't wait for one of them. That's the best. <laughs> Got to get in every episode. All right. Uh, what is your... What's your t- uh, tagline going to be? Dialed in? What are you, oh, yeah, you going to do? Yeah, just get dialed in. I mean, if you, especially, especially, you know, if you're sitting at a bar and you're you're sitting there, and you go, oh man, I, you know, I'm not sure what I'm going to do tonight. You just get dialed. You might see that a time or two on Cold Cans Pod again. Follow Cold Cans Pod on Snapchat. Snapchat. Thanks, folks. Dialed in. You still there? Did you stick around after that closing music? You know what's coming up. I'm going to give you a real treat here and read what Casey wrote in my yearbook, both junior and senior year of high school. Um, I think you can really see 
our friendship come across and the things he wrote. And I will say that there's such a level of love and friendship coming across here that you may want to tune out if you can't deal with that level of love. Some might call it vulgar. Um, Dad, please shut this off uh, right now. Anyway, here is what Casey wrote in my yearbook, junior and senior year. Enjoy. From 2008. Patriot, this year has been a show, wouldn't you say? But anywho, maybe I will see you at a party or two this summer if you decide to pull the tam out of your sticky But yeah, next year should be fun for our last year. But yeah, don't be queer and come out next year. Heart, sea pie. And from 2009. Patri, you rotten motherfucker. I thought your senior year you would have pulled your tampon out, but I guess I was wrong. Besides all that stuff, I had a real great time with you in class. You basically made me laugh all the time. You're the funniest person I think I know because you're so gay and smart. Well, next year you better have some fun times down in Madtown. Call Joey up and piss yourself one night in honor of me. Well, good luck and fuck my hairy ball, you quick egg motherfucker. Don't let your parents see this. Love, Casey. I can't believe I wrote that shit in your yearbook. I know. What was going through my head? I, I, like, I cunt was just a word that I just always said, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you rotten motherfucker. <laughs> and hey, why not one more shot of content here at the end? Uh, this is a clip when Casey was talking about uh, the Snapchat story that he had taken at these different drinking festivals and he tried to post them and none of them went through and he said he had some great stuff on there. And so here he recounts one of the stories uh, that he was trying to upload to his Snapchat story at Colcan's pod, uh, but it didn't go through. Here it is. I got to cut down on my bear leg snaps. It's like <laughs> these people probably think what this is. Cause I tell, I told these people like at Rusty's like, oh, it's, I just want to, every time I talk about it, I just get so mad at myself. Because these snaps, oh, the, yeah. these snaps, like I had a guy. I told you this. I had a guy who literally was in, who was in critical care, and he was he w- refused to miss Rusty's, and it was like six weeks out of critical care, and he's walking around in a straight leg brace with stitches in his arms. <laughs> like I had this guy on Snapchat. It was a fucking best. Like, God.